Chad Pennington joining us now here at Union County High School. Chad, second year in a row, I've had the pleasure to come out here and hang out and not only get a chance to chat football with you, uh, but an opportunity to see a lot of these hardworking athletes and a lot of these student athletes that you're going to be working with between six and nine tonight. We're going to get more into the First and Ten Foundation. First of all, how are you? How's the wife, the kids, and how's it like being back in East <laughs> Tennessee again, man? Uh, we're doing really well. We've had a great summer, and uh, you know, kids are doing well, growing. I'm trying to push the pause button. It's going oh, way wow. too fast, yep. 15, 13, and 10, and... Robin and I are just trying to enjoy them as they grow up, but uh, things are, are looking up. I remember last year after we chatted, little did I know that you were going to be becoming a head football coach on the high school level again. What's it like up in Lexington and uh, you officially having the headset on and, and running the two-a-days, man? Well, uh, you've quickly learned that uh, football is about fourth or fifth on the list yeah. uh, because of all the logistics and infrastructure and things that you're trying to establish, but... Uh, we just try to really focus on our kids and, and make it about them and give them the best experience we can possibly give them. And moving into our second year, we're going to still play eight games this year, but we're going to add seven varsity games, one JV, be 80 more minutes of football for our kids. Wow. And so it'll be a different experience. And then hopefully by the third year, move into a 10-game varsity schedule and be full varsity. So we're trying to progress it slowly and do it right and uh, really teach the kids you know, what it means to be a, a true student athlete. Let's talk about the reason why you're here again. Union County High School for the third consecutive year in Maynardville. It's the first in ten foundations, life skills and football drills, youth football camp. It's happening between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. When we talk about the first and ten foundation and coming out here and opening up this camp, the best part about it, and it has to be said multiple times, Chad, it's absolutely free. It costs absolutely nothing to have the kids come out here with some cleats on, a pair of tennis shoes, and really just get at it. Exactly, and, you know, I remember – growing up and how important those camps were to me. Coach Curry used to do camps in halls, and my dad was involved. And just as a youngster, being around high school athletes and high school coaches uh, was really a neat experience. And I just felt like coming up here to Union County, uh, supporting the Kerr family and what they're doing here in Union County, coming fresh off of a playoff year, a new turf on the field, a new track being put in, very exciting things going on. The youth football program here is growing. And so it's nice sometimes to step out of Knoxville and really try to reach – Uh, other areas around the outskirts of Knoxville, and that's what we're trying to do here. We'll give you some of that information now, give it to you at the end of this chat with Chad. 631-384-3667 if you'd like to register by phone or firstin10camps.com. Now, there is limited space, so you need to get that reserved today, an opportunity one day for you to uh, really, not only by the coaching staff that Chad Pennington has brought around, but the 11-year vet's going to be with you today working with your student athlete one-on-one. It's more than just what you're doing offensively between the cones and with the pads and defensively between the cones and pads. I mean, we're talking about life skills that is going to take them a lot further than a first through eighth grader in high school. I mean, we're talking about from the first time I saw you again today, firm handshake, eye contact. It's so much more than snapping the ball and running with the football. Completely, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about introducing ourselves and what that means and what that looks like, especially with our youngsters today. Uh, They have the world at their fingertips, and they feel they're connected with their eyes in a screen. And we know that the true connection, whether it be business or family, true relational connection is eye-to-eye, person-to-person. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about respecting others with our language. We're going to talk about uh, what our relationships should look like, you know, different things like that, because it's still about human beings. It's still about interacting with each other and treating each other with love and respect. And so I think the more our kids can hear that, uh, the better off they'll be in the future. The very first thing I heard echoing through the fields here at Union County High School, I pulled up, and you had the whistle in your mouth, and you were going through a couple of drills. And the very first thing I heard you say was, 
not every play is going I'm paraphrasing here. Not every play is going to be perfect. Just never quit. Do not give up. Don't quit on the play. And this is coming from a two-time NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Some of those skills that you're teaching on the football field and those kids, no matter how hot it got out here today, no matter how much fun they're having with their other teammates, you can tell they're enjoying being out here and learning some of those lessons. Well, exactly. And with my team, I brought 22, 21 players from my team down from Lexington, Kentucky, yeah. and we're going to work a couple days, and then they're also going to serve in the camp and and uh, serve the youngsters, and that's part of the message, and that's why I love the game of football. There's so many life lessons, and I'm always bringing up a football analogy and comparing it to a life lesson, but you look at some of the greatest plays in the history of the NFL, take the immaculate reception. What if Franco Harris didn't hustle, and what if he gave up on the play? There is no immaculate reception. They don't go to win the Super Bowl, and so then that translates over to when adversity uh, that you when you face adversity in your life, how do you respond? It's not the fact that adversity happened because it's always going to be there in our lives. How do we respond to it? And really talking with our youngsters about that emotional intelligence piece of it. How do you handle your emotions? How do you control those things and work through those issues? The character and dedication, just a few things that they're going to be chatting with your student athlete about today. Again, first through eighth grade, it's absolutely free. Just get the cleats, get the tennis shoes. You can come out here between 6 and 9 p.m. here in Maynardville at Union County High School. Um, Got to ask you about it. Talk a little football on the side. Before you know, I mean, there are two days from now, people are reporting to camps. Teams are going to start opening up those OTAs and getting ready for another season. I mean, some people would say it was a boring Super Bowl. Can we get the NFL season here for a reset? Uh, your thoughts on what we've seen over the last 12 months of the calendar year and, and what we're seeing now going into another big football season, their 100th year for the National Football League. That's exactly what it is, the 100th season. I was just in New York City last week meeting upon that with our NFL Legends community and talking about how we were going to serve our former players in that space right. and engage with our fans uh, with the 100th season. And uh, I think it's going to be a great season. There's some great matchups, really interesting storylines. Uh, teams that we haven't heard a lot about uh, in the past few years now are coming to the forefront, such as the Browns and those type of teams that mm-hmm. now have a shot. And it'll be interesting to see how those type of teams handle that added pressure because they're now put in the forefront. They're out on national television and in the limelight. Uh, we've got some great storylines there. We've got some young players coming in uh, with high expectations. And this league has gotten um, younger. When I was a rookie, oh. half our team was over 30. Now uh, you can count on one hand how many 30-year-olds you have on these teams. And so these young players are asked to do uh, quite a bit of uh, stuff and, and, and asked to play earlier than normal. Former web product, Marshall, New York Jet, and Miami Dolphin, Chad Pennington joining us here this afternoon. I want to bring that up. One of those storylines, look, I make it, there's no secret. People listen to me every morning that I'm a Jets fan. I'm the annoying Jets fan, and that's cool. I'll roll with it. <laughs> you were the Jets quarterback going to Miami. It's a rivalry that it's never going to die. Now the Jets bring on Adam Gase from Miami. There's a lot of people who want a winner. They want the Johnson ownership to produce a winner, the front office to produce a winner. How do you think that transition is going to be from Adam going from a rival in South Beach now being in Jersey? I think it'll it'll definitely be smooth. And, of course, uh, I remember that transition vividly. And and the way uh, you can control that transition is by winning. That's the bottom line. That's the key ingredient. Uh, what I've always respected about Adam Gase is how he has handled the quarterback position. When he was in Miami working with Ryan Tannehill, the media was trying so hard to create a division between 
uh, Adam and Ryan, and he never let that happen. He always supported his quarterback. He, um, you can talk with Peyton Manning, and talk, and Peyton will share experiences of how instrumental Adam was with their relationship. And so I think he understands the relationship piece to it, and I think that's really important when you're talking about a young quarterback and Sam Darnold. And, and watching his progression and his growth, uh, that head coach-quarterback relationship is vital. You talk about some of those storylines also. The Jets, they end up getting the long-term commitment out of Le'Veon Bell, and some of the fears were Le'Veon Bell has done something that maybe a lot of players will maybe consider doing, sitting out a year unless they get paid more. We're kind of seeing that right now with Melvin Gordon and the Chargers staring down. How many more players? How will it work out? It's one thing, in my opinion, Le'Veon Bell is season vet, another Melvin Gordon who wants to get paid more off his rookie deal. Do you believe that Le'Veon has begun something? Maybe it's spun into other directions after last year. Well, I just don't know if it was successful for Le'Veon unless, sure. he, unless he looks at it and says, I, I really needed that year off, which would help me prolong my career. But from a financial standpoint, it really didn't right. uh, pave its way. And so I just think the running back position is a very difficult position to try to do that. Uh, because uh, with the beating that these guys take and the physical punishment, uh, we know that there's a certain lifespan with running backs. And, and quite frankly, with the newer systems nowadays, they're, they're running two and three running backs. They're using them in the pass, passing schemes, doing much more uh, things with the running back. And so that type of mentality probably won't work. But at the same time, I, I love that players feel like they have a voice and that they can control their career and sometimes it may seem annoying as a fan but we need to let our players have a voice because it's their career and they need to act as businessmen and make the best decisions well we'll let you go on this one because i know you still have a camp that you have to run i can't just take up all your time in an air conditioning and talk football <laughs> uh, there were some rumors many months ago maybe even weeks ago that potentially we could be talking about a stoppage in play that perhaps maybe the players association and the owners could not get together now there have been some stories coming out saying perhaps they are going to come to a resolution we won't know till we get closer but, Chad, based on what you know or what you can tell us or kind of your feels, do you believe maybe two, two and a half years from now we could maybe be staring down the barrel of NFL fans not getting their football on Sundays? It, it's always a possibility. I will say that it's really positive that they're talking this early. Absolutely. Uh, mo most of the time with these CBA talks, uh, it's pushed to the wire. Um, both sides aren't really communicating really, really well. And I think both sides really want to – try to ink a deal and uh, I think they can see the positive movement by working together and what can happen the momentum that can be created if you work together and so it's always a unique relationship uh, it's a business relationship and I hope that at the end of the day that they uh, both sides come to an agreement that both sides feel comfortable with and can move forward because it's it's best for our game our game to me is safer than it's ever been uh, the player protection uh, issues that we're talking about with our new rules, our better equipment, our better techniques. I just really feel good about where our game is going and, and, and the leadership that we're providing for other sports in those categories. And so I would hate to uh, you know, have a blemish uh, on that positive momentum. You know, well, part ways, I got one more for you here. The NFL Madden 2020 rankings came out today. Your highest ranking ever on the video game was an 87. Had you been in this year's game, you would have ranked 
eighth among starting quarterbacks between Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger. So I could I, take that. Could you take that? Absolutely. I'll I take could take it. Ten ranking. I could take an eighty-seven Chad Bennington, <laughs> no matter if it's Coles, Jericho. I don't know who's my receivers, <laughs> but I bet I could win with Chad Bennington and, and bring back the first Super Bowl since sixty. And I promise you, the speed was below fifty. Below fifty. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of guys who can come off the line in video games in 2020. It's the 2019 First and Ten Foundation Life Skills and Football Drills Use Football Camp again. Quickly, firstandtencamps.com if you'd like to register online for today's one day absolutely free camp, or you can give them a ring 631 384 3667. The East Tennessee product, Chad Pennington. Chad, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much.